Hey folks, and welcome to Hey Girlfriend, your Buffy and Faith podcast. I am your host, Mef They Them. And I am your co-host, Jenny Sheher. And don't worry, we'll steer you around the curves. Oh yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. So uh, in case you didn't pick it up, uh, Jenny here and I are going to be talking about Faith. We love Faith, specifically Faith and Buffy. Yes, the ch- chosen two. The chosen two, the chosen two. And as you know, here at Hey Girlfriend, we really like to talk about some of the things like queer coding, for example. And we'd love to draw parallels between different pop culture types of uh, properties. And Do we now? Yeah, we do. We I do. don't recall ever talking about anything. Anything ever? Anything else. <laughs> We're very single-minded usually. We don't get off topic at all. We're very, we're very single-minded. Oh, also, uh, just in case anybody is wondering, I am going to be speaking with my natural accent just as uh, Eliza Dushku does. Um, I am... Oh, I'm sorry. Quick correction before you go any further. I know that Eliza says her last name Dushku. Dushku. Not Dushku. Yes. Because she said in an interview once that it's Dush like Tush. <laughs> Dushku. Yeah. Dushku. Anyway, I know, no, it's that's Albanian. What I, that's what we're, that's what we're here for. So, yes. Anyway, I'm going to be speaking with my natural accent as I am a born and bred Bostonian. Yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. Not Southy like Faith Lehane, but you know what I mean. So, beware, there will be no R's in this podcast. Oh yeah, that is a fate I just barely escaped. Just barely. Well, you're from you're you know you're from New England too. It's just I am a, from you're New just England, from a different place. I, so. Yes, I am from Providence, Rhode Island. Yes. And even though the overall accent is the same, oh, I feel like such a shithead saying this. I went to private school and private school accent is different. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, so it's not like I was like, you know, hanging out in Southie, you know, beating no, up no, queers or nothing, you know? Like- I know you weren't beating up pimps or anything, but you know, private school accent, you can pick it out in a crowd. It's, you know, Fair. I was told as a child that I was like t- a little adult and I needed to chill out. I was like, I am chilled out. This is just how I talk. <laughs> I'm this sorry. Is just- <laughs> now I understand why I feel like I need to apologize. Oh, well, we're, don't worry. We're a bunch of queers here. We're going to talk about our trauma. Yeah. Speaking of trauma, I want to introduce. <laughs> that's, a ter- <laughs> terrible that's a terrible segue. way to introduce someone, Matt. Like, that's not my intro, is it? <laughs> Speaking of trauma. Yes, yeah, that's your intro. Fuck. Uh, so we have a special guest here today. Um, you want to tell us who you are? Uh, I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. Hi, everyone. Hi. So Yay! Ian, uh, Hi, Ian hosts Ian. the uh, queer uh, Latinx podcast Slayer Fest '98, um, named after uh, a fantastic Faith episode. Actually, yes. <laughs> there's some great <laughs> Faith in that episode. There is. It's not mainly a Faith episode, but s- there are some unforgettable Faith lines in that. There's some, and it's very gay Faith lines. There's yes. very, very oh, yes. gay Faith yes. lines. Yes. So, yep. So Ian hosts the podcast, uh, Slayer Fest 98, and uh, it is a queer Latinx pop culture pod- podcast, um, was focusing on Buffy, and now is kind of shifted more towards the um, MCU, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've been, we covered WandaVision, which I adored. We're covering- <sighs> We love WandaVision. Yeah. And we're covering uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which, you know, isn't- uh, So far, episode one is just, like, mostly very aggressively hetero, but, like, I'm willing to give it a chance. How can anything with Bucky be he- aggressively hetero? I mean- also that. Yeah. I feel like once they're together, it's going to be like, oh, now I want them to kiss. It's going to be, yeah. we're going to get there. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Phew. So, so we are here to talk about all things Buffy and Faith because, as you all know, we're all gay as fuck and so we're Buffy and Faith. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They were our 
our root. They are definitely our root. The chemistry that they had was phenomenal. Oh. They probably had some of the best friends to enemies, and I'm definitely going with friends to enemies to lovers to enemies to friends. Cause it's and I feel like it was unintentional because I it's not like Sarah and Eliza were like BFF and that's why they had such good like Yeah. Well, it was and it wasn't. Um, because have you ever watched any of the season faith episodes with the commentary on from the DVDs? Oh. I I don't know that I have. Yeah, you know, the the ones with Doug Petrie? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. in the in the commentary for the episode Bad Girls, the episode. <laughs> the episode. Um, he does specifically mention that, you know, they didn't write it to be gay in any way, but that was the energy that Eliza brought to it, and she brought it real good and real hard, and so they yeah. just went with it, because why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah, obviously, Eliza brings, like, brings the fucking bisex- chaos bisexual energy everywhere she goes. Yes, she so. does, and she brought it out of her co-star. Yeah, she brings like chaos by, but also like top maybe verse energy to like everything. I think. <laughs> like I met her at New York Comic Con once. I mean, I mean, I haven't had her on the podcast, so that's literally the only interaction I've had with her. And it was like taking a photo. It was like the end of the day. There like weirdly wasn't even a line to meet her. It was like it was ending in like an hour and a half on ah! a Sunday. And so me and my like straight best friend went up there. He did more talking than I did because I was nervous because she is gorgeous yes. and just like radiates that like flirty confident energy oh my god <laughs> you just killed jenny <laughs> you did i'm dead now thank she you she put her arm around my waist so we're like this close she looks she looks me up and down and goes you're really cute and i was like <gasps> <laughs> like i didn't know what to say I was like, Thanks. oh my god <laughs> that is the most incredible story and like i am very gay <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, thank God that happened to you. If that happened to me, I would literally not be able to handle it. I would have passed out. I would have behaved in very uncool ways, I'm sure. <laughs> I would have like sputtered like a 12-year-old. Yeah. No, I literally just would have passed out. I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> on the like, floor. <laughs> she, she looked me up and it was like having oh, this like God. hot person look me up and down. I was like, oof, I love this. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. I want this energy in every interaction I ever had. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And my trade best friend was like, oh, of course she said it to you without me. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you get need to have some gay lessons, friend. <laughs> exactly. And how to comport yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, can I just say, uh, somebody definitely sent me a fan fiction that was written recently that had um, Daddy Faith. And I now have a new religion. And it's Daddy Faith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here being like, cool, I'm definitely at work. I'll totally click on this AO3. Like, oh my God, it's Daddy Faith. <laughs> Honestly, though, you guys are in a way like so much more adult than I ever was in your faith views. You're like, fuck yeah, what kind of kink do we have here? And I was like, you know, very earnest little teenager being like, no, all she needs is someone to show her that they're not going to leave her. And she'll be a whole different person. You know, like, someone just needs to stick by her for once in her life. I was, you know, I was determined that I was going to be one to save Faith Lahane. And it was very difficult to crawl (laughs) in that TV and make that happen. To be fair, I I think everyone's right. I think you're right. And we're like, I think it's yeah, yeah. Of course. It's a both fans type of situation. I mean, I feel like a lot of folks kind of feel like that about Catra. 
Oh, yeah. Why do you think I love them both so much? Yeah. So to give a little bit of context to our listeners, uh, we're talking about uh, Katra from the uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power reboot. Ah, yes. That was done by Noelle Stevenson, um, uh, ran 2018 to 2020. I believe I am familiar with that show. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. Um, In terms of queer representation, it is just off the fucking chart. Yeah. Well, it is a new day these days than it was in, you know, in the, in the Buffy days. Yeah. And it's, it's a new day and it's so gay. You know, I, I want to ask both of you actually, because when I was watching Shira, I remember thinking, Ugh, I'm going to be annoyed. It's going to be queer coded, but not explicitly queer. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that I was wrong. Did like both of you going into it, did you like know it would be explicitly queer or? Well, so, I mean, both uh, Jenny and I are fans of Noelle Stevenson and Noelle Stevenson is one of the gayest humans on the planet. So it was like it was uh, unavoidable for it to just ooze queer. But, you know, even so, like, kind of going into it, we were definitely like, okay, this is pretty queer coded, queer coded. And then Princess Prom hit, and it's pretty obvious. Everybody in that room is queer. Half the people in that room are trans. And (laughs) And Catra is wearing a suit. And is wearing a fucking suit. And looks great. And looks great (laughs) and seduces her ex girlfriend. Like, yeah. The dream. In front of a room full of people. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a fucking dream. Like, ugh. <laughs> that was, I, I mean, I know that you both said this already, but yeah, that was definitely the first time I was like, wait a minute. This isn't just coded? Wait. Or am I reading too much into this? Just like, that felt- No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. she's saving this loved one that's not like a friend love. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's that, but it's more, right? She grabs her by yeah. the waist and pulls her in an explicitly romantic pose. Because I thought they were going to, like, I was watching that being like, oh my god, oh my god, are they going to kiss? And then they didn't, but I was like, And that, that was beat though, where right? they're like, are we going to yeah. kiss? Is the moment that they could have pulled each other up and been safe, but because they were so distracted by like, oh my god, are we yeah. going to kiss? They, they fell. fell. <laughs> oh my god, we fell! <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very good question, though, Ian. I mean, because coming coming to it from a lifetime of just constantly being teased, like, oh, we're going to give you something real this time, and then as soon as you stick your neck and be like, okay, like, really, you're gonna you're gonna give me an actual piece of food? Like, okay, I'm going to take it. I'm starving. And at the last second, they pull it away and leave you a little piece of garbage banana peel. Be like, ha yeah. fuck you. Like, that's what we're so used to because that's the only way it's ever been for all of our lives up until pretty recently. Yeah. So you yeah. always have to go in cautious. You can never say like, oh, I knew from the very beginning that it was going to be explicitly gay. Like, who could say that they knew for sure? Nobody could say they knew for sure. We knew for sure that, you know, it's Noelle Stevenson is going to be gay. How gay right. is it going to be? How <laughs> far could they possibly go with it and still be allowed to air? Yeah. That was a question that nobody could answer. I, mean, I, don't, I mean, Noelle probably couldn't have answered that either. Yeah, no, like, Noelle didn't know either. Yeah. But yes, when we got to Princess Prom, that was a real point where it's like, okay, so we're going full gay then. We're going, like, we're this going, is going full tilt gay. This is going somewhere gay. We love a full gay. Uh, yes. We do love a full gay. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. And oppose that to, you know, when I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season Faith, all of those episodes, you know, you pick up on the energy right away. Yeah. And the experience of that at that time, like as a teenager or however old, I know some people were younger than teenagers when they were watching it for the first time. You feel it so strongly, this energy and this chemistry, but you know, you know, it's never going to go anywhere real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Can I tell you, I made, like, very stupid Buffy and Faith dancing to this song videos, and I'll, like, slow them down or speed them up, depending on the song. Mm -hmm. And I did a video of them dancing to Britney Spears' Gimme More, and I slowed it down. I was like, <laughs> I feel like this is porn. I can't post this. Like, <laughs> just you're slowing send it down that to the us littlest after we bit. wrap, of course. Oh, yeah, please. definitely. In fact, you please. should probably give it to us so we can put it in our show notes because that would be oh, yes. incredible. Please do. Because if do. there's one thing we believe in here is girl on girl porn. So, yes. I, I like sent it to a few friends. It was like, is this too much to post? And they're like, Ian, you're, you're being neurotic. I was like, <laughs> but I feel like it's like, I'm a dude and I don't want to post this and be like, I'm objectified. They were like, is this porn? Scene of them dancing. Is this, <laughs> excuse me. Is, is this, this porn? porn? <laughs> but like, you know, our queer brains make it queerer, but like the, the tension is just there. It's uh, totally yes. there. It's undeniable. I think a lot of Katra and Shira, the reason I didn't think they were going to go queer is just because I kept relating it to Buffy and Faith. So I was like, it's just going to be this. Yeah. Because the, the weird thing is, I will say, the way I and I, I'd be curious how you two uh, read Buffy and Faith. With Buffy and Faith, Buffy would have never kissed Faith because Buffy and Faith didn't get the chance to go through the whole full deep journey together. Well, so the way and this might be me projecting. The way I always read them was Faith is. I mean, I feel like we've all probably been there, where it's like you hook up with someone who like isn't queer, but like maybe like in a different world they might identify as queer but like yeah. they're gonna say they're straight yeah and that's how i always read buffy and faith because buffy doesn't really get angry about faith the way faith gets angry about buffy yeah and so i always viewed it as more like buffy would have hooked up but she wasn't gonna initiate shit she wasn't about to like cuddle and say i love you mm -hmm. but she would have been down to like all right we can fool around after we've been like after we kill some vamps we can fool around but like that's it. Don't get gay. Like I feel like I that's how that's how I would have read Buffy. I totally see what you're saying. But I think that I mean Buffy would never get as worked up and angry about anything as Faith would because Faith's feelings are much more on the surface and like she's not trying to hold anything in. Whereas Buffy is constantly trying to meet societal expectations of behavior and you know how she presents herself to the world. She doesn't fly off the handle and. You know, if she gets angry, she doesn't let those feelings show like that. But going back to what you said, Ian, about Buffy wouldn't kiss Faith the way Catra kissed Adora. Catra and Adora had the chance to go on a much longer and deeper journey together. Yeah. Faith just kind of disappeared after you a know, while. They they just they got to have that because because the writers wanted to let them have it, you know, and they didn't live in a world where studios were like shut it down. Right. It's done. It's done or you're done. Basically, right. like they knew, you know, that they couldn't. They couldn't go there. This is, you know, Catra and Adora are the th the happy ending that Faith and Buffy deserved and never got. Oh, that's mm. how I see it. Oh, I love that. Catra Dora is is the is the redemption of Buffy and Faith. <laughs> and I also like if you if you look at my Hulu queue and you look at like you know when, once you've watched the episodes, it shows yeah. that you've watched them all. But if you look at Bad Girls, you can see that it's only like two thirds of the way through because I always stop watching right when <laughs> she kills Alan Finch. And it's like, oh, my God, it was an accident. And then they just leave. That's when I stop watching because it was an accident. I'm like, that's the end. <laughs> uh, but there was there was oh, what episode was it? Was it? Help me out here. The episode where Buffy and Faith are fighting and Faith moves in and gives Buffy a, a kiss on the forehead. 
Yes. I, I think that's at the end of Enemies, isn't it? Enemies, yeah. Because they come to like their knives on each other's throats yeah. and then she just kisses her and runs and away. And Faith says, what are you going to do, kill me? Yeah. Yeah, you're not ready. And then she whispers, she's like, you're not ready for that. You're not and ready And she kisses her on the forehead. Yeah. That it's was, very then, gay. That it's was, very well, gay. Well, I, I, I was listening to, I don't remember who the conver- where the conversation was from, but it was a conversation again with Doug Petrie. Doug Petrie is the writer that pretty much developed Faith. He was like the guy in the writer's room that was the Faith guy. Okay. I think he's gay. Is there is any official is Doug Petrie gay status? I don't know. I don't, on him? I don't think so. No. The only one that I know that it's explicitly out is Drew Greenberg, is true, who is a writer yeah. on Buffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that initially in in a very early draft of the script, which they changed, obviously, that uh, Faith was going to kiss Buffy on the lips for that, and that very much like you know, kiss your enemy type of thing. That like the homoerotic bad girl, and that's another that's another thing that I wanted to bring up is that Faith also plays into the trope of the homoerotic bad girl. And, you know, I mean, the episode is literally called Bad Girls, and it is the gayest episode between the two of them. So there, there is like a weird, there is like a weird, you know, heterosexual judgment of, of bisexual action there too, right? Like, it's like, oh, That's true. you're going to be bad girls today. You're going to go. Being gay is being bad. You're going to go right. dance together and, you know, ignore boys and <laughs> and there's the lost six hours the don't lost forget. six hours and there's the six hours between buffy skipping out of class when faith literally draws a heart on the window oh my god that was so hot so and hot. then she taps in the middle which is supposed to represent like putting a stake through obviously but still i mean right like what queer wouldn't have wanted another hot person in like a leather jacket of like being like hey want to go ditch school like yes, yes. absolutely absolutely yes. i'll do i want that now <laughs> yes <laughs> to show up and be please. like hey do you want to ditch work yes i will get on <laughs> yes, your please. motorcycle and ride into the sunset with you <laughs> <laughs> meth got fired from their job because they got on a motorcycle with a stranger in a leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> okay that's actually uh <laughs> <laughs> I should watch out for that because I would do that. So um, I just want to circle back to, you know, kind of the idea of Faith Faith and Buffy, specifically Faith being way too extra to be, you know, anything about them being way too extra to be straight. So uh, context, um, after, right after Princess Prom, actually, Catra uh, kidnaps um, Bo and Glimmer. And yes, she does. There's a big, you know, let's break out our friends from prison type of thing. And there's the big showdown. And Catra ends up with Adora's sword. And there's a scene where she just walks down the hallway with the yep. sword with her arm straight out. Oh my god, that's so memorable because the acoustic sound of it is so grating. Like, hunched over, face totally in shadow, snarl yep. the snarl of someone that has been angry crying, right? Just dragging. Someone who is just done. It's the most extra shit ever. There is like, and the meme was like, there is no heterosexual person would ever do this. <laughs> I was watching that episode with my Meta's kid because I'm now getting um, children into Shira, and my partner came in when that happened and looked at that and then looked at me and just started laughing because they were like, this is so gay. <laughs> this in particular this extraness of it is so gay and the extraness is what kind of adds to their tension too just like how buffy and faith's like it's elevated there's an elevated element to their relationship that is i wouldn't go so far as to call it camp no because it's not camp but it, it does come from a place of elevated 
elevated emotion to the point where it can be read as queer because camp is i mean camp comes from queer right like you know as soon as me susan sontag's uh, essay it's on camp she specifically talks oh, i haven't about, read that in a long time but i know you're right but uh in on camp uh she does talk about how camp specifically comes from the queer experience whether or not it is owned by queers is a conversation that has kind of come from that essay but camp has to come from a place of societal exclusion yeah and being so much you know the 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 idea that being that much in response to a society that wants you to be absolutely nothing is kind of what kind of what informs camp and so being that extra dragging the sword or you know like you know saying these are innocent people no such animal you know like it's it's so extra. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. There are a couple of points. Uh, you know, I feel like we've been doing a lot of parallels with uh, She-Ra, Princesses of Power. But I, specifically, there are a lot of parallels that we've been drawing between Catra and Faith. But we kind of haven't really touched on. There are so many with Adora and, and Buffy as well. You know, that's very true. You know, I feel like, uh, for one, they have the same birthday. <laughs> Do they? The, these two fictional characters have the same birthday. They're both Wait, Capricorns. Really? Yeah, they're both. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Ian, I know I you know that. what Buffy's birthday is. I do. It's January 19th. January 19th. Nah. It's also <laughs> Adora's birthday. That's also Adora's birthday. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They have a ton of similarities. They're blonde. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're both blonde-haired, blue-eyed, big chosen ones. Yeah, with, with you know, really angry girlfriends. Yeah. And they both feel the weight of the world very intensely on their shoulders. Yeah. So the way that they both um, kind of negotiate with themselves and the world of what being the chosen one is. Because, yes, we have Buffy and Faith as the chosen two, but really the show itself is about Buffy being the chosen one and what being a chosen one means, you know, and how what the chosen one is expected of from the greater, you know, scheme of the universe and what the chosen one is expected of within themselves. And yeah, what Jenny just said about, they both kind of move through it with like a weight of the weight of the world type of. Yeah. They both feel responsible for everything. Mm -hmm. Anything bad that happens is something that they could have prevented if they had been more on the ball. Right. Versus Faith and Katra don't feel responsible for anyone but themselves. And of course, you can't look at that in a vacuum without looking at the background of horrifying abuse and trauma that has created those two characters. Yep. And, you know, Adora also, one of the main differences, I think, between Catra and Adora and Buffy and Faith is that Catra and Adora grew up together. Yes. And they've known each other since they were tiny, tiny babies. Tiny, (laughs) tiny babies. Yes. (laughs) Um, And Buffy and Faith, you know are just meeting each other for the first time in the context of Slayerdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they don't come from the same backgrounds at all. And Faith very much brings the working class perspective mm-hmm. into Slayerness. And she's like, okay, well, this is great for you that you can have the luxury of worrying about the whole world. But like, meanwhile, I'm in this motel room that costs $18 a day and I'm underage and, you know, I don't have a job. Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't have any adults. Like, where am I going to even get $18 a day to live? Right. But she's supposed to be, like, working on saving the world, even though... Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And while Giles or Joyce could have easily taken her in. Yep. I know. That's something we're all very bitter about. Yeah. We've gone on rants about that before. But so, you know, Katra and Faith both are profoundly shaped by their trauma. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. It's not. You can't, you know, if someone goes right. 
good to court because, you know, they beat the shit out of somebody in a public street and there were tons of witnesses. They can't go and say, oh, well, I did it because I was abused myself and say, Mm -hmm. okay, then you're not going to go to jail. You still have to go to jail. The actions you did are the actions you did. Mm -hmm. But if you understand the broader context, then you understand how to deal with it effectively. Mm -hmm. You know, jail is not always the most effective response. Right. Maybe a loving and caring trauma recovery program in a psychiatric facility is going to be the answer. Or maybe you just need, you know, to save the world with your heroic girlfriend. Exactly. And if their friends start to trust you a tiny bit and you can show them that you can do good, maybe you can go on a road to redemption. Catra has shown us that it is possible. Faith never got the chance. I mean, Faith never got the chance to hook up with Buffy, but Faith definitely went on her own, you know, road to redemption. She she chose it by... Eventually she did. She starts to get there in Who Are You, right? And then we go to Angel and we go to 5x5 five five in Sanctuary. Yes, yes. No, you're right about that. Um, and then she makes the choice to stay in prison, essentially, because she can break yeah, out at any that's true. time. That's true. That is her. That is absolutely true. I was not thinking about the Angel parts because even though I have seen the Faith episodes of Angel... Angel, I didn't really watch Angel on the whole. But you're right. But I meant like a happy ever after romantic. Yeah, no, they don't get that. Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, they save don't get the universe. They don't get to be gay together. They don't get to kiss yeah. and save the universe. Yeah. That's downplaying um, Adora and Buffy's uh, reaction to trauma, too, because they both have yeah. their own trauma. Buffy's gift, right? Like when we see Buffy start with, I'm 16 years old, I don't want to die, to I have to sacrifice myself. Right. We see Adora move through that, too. But the thing about Adora is that she, Buffy is allowed to sacrifice herself and then learns that she doesn't have to, right? And then learns she has to share her power. Adora finishes her hero cycle in a really lovely, unique way. And that she yep. learns that it's okay for her to to be saved by love and to want. Like, she's literally saved by the love of the person who she wants. She just wants to live in love with this person, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's a fucking romance. Like, <laughs> But also, it's such, like you said, it's a real departure from the average hero cycle, mm-hmm. especially for a female character in terms of, like, showing that you don't have to sacrifice yourself. Yep, exactly. To be a hero. Yep. You know, you're more than what you can give to other people. You deserve love, too. Whereas Buffy's is literally framed as death is your gift. Yeah. Which is really kind of standard until we, you know, she comes back to life, you know. And right. But, you know, even then it's like, it's such a struggle it's after such she a comes struggle. back from yeah. being in heaven. Yeah. Being on earth is like hell for her. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to, I do want to emphasize that like, you know, Buffy and Faith's, just as their, their, their stories and their emotional movement and their character uh, movement is very similar to Katrin Adora's movement through their, through their, their stories. The only difference is, is Katrin Adora get to kiss and. <laughs> yeah. Catra and Adora get the happy ending. Yeah. That Faith and Buffy never got. That show's awesome. Fuck yeah. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. which show you're referring to, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Both shows are awesome. We didn't even get a chance to talk about sexy fighting. Oh, God. The sexy fighting is so good. The, you know, what made you so weak when Catra is behind Adora holding her face, cradling her. Oh. What about the fight in between them in Save the Cat? Ugh. Talk about heartbreaking. So good. Yeah, I mean, Faith never gets kidnapped and uh, indoctrinated into a cult. <laughs> no, she does I not. I feel like would have been rad. <laughs> but, you know, we also have uh, graduation. I, Slayer fights are my favorite. I was about to be like, we gotta talk. We gotta mention the graduation day fight. We have to talk about graduation day, yeah. That yeah. is like one of the most emotional fights we see on the show. Yeah. 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 Like, it really feels like a 
some kind of like superhero breakup fight. Oh, it definitely yes. is. It's very much like um, it's very much like the episode Promise too, right? Like it has that yeah. sort of like superhero breakup feel. That is very well put. Yeah, superhero breakup. It's that's the name of my emo band. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to say like, oh, that's a regular breakup fight because clearly that's not how anyone should break no, up. No, <laughs> definitely but not. Like, but yeah. they're super powered superhero types. So it's yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. And they really went out of their way to stage the fight you know, across the room and out the window and Mm -hmm. on multiple levels on the balcony. You know, it's like the land, like they own the landscape. Yeah. You know. And they set it up. uh, I mean, and they they set it up as a breakup too. You know, like Buffy shows up and they talk and they talk all sexy and Faith is like, well, come on, give us a kiss. Right. I was going to say, that's when Faith says, give us a kiss right before they fight. Yeah. And it's Such like an iconic line. Ugh, so gay. So oh. gay. So iconic. So hot. And and what is Buffy, you know, how does Buffy in the fight she penetrates face? In a horrible way. Well, yes, she stabs her in the stomach, but like Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have to talk about graduation day because that is such an iconic fight, and the way that they fight is very, you know, Catherine Adora. You can you can see that it was absolutely influenced by that. Yeah, it's the fight within yourself. That's what it is. It's because there's no monsters. There's no like no. demon. They're fight. It's like each other. They're it's, fighting yeah. each other. They're fighting each other's other half, and it's the fight they've been putting off. Yeah, because exactly. it's unbearable. Because it's unbearable. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's the it's the um the hitter kiss, and they chose hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and pretty much every fight between Catra and Adora is a hit or kiss. I know. <laughs> I mean, yep. Um, yeah, I I just, we really love Catra and Faith. Ian, I think we got to have you on again to talk about Buffy uh, <laughs> and Adora. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I'm always down. Yeah, of course, Buffy and Adora also deserve to be talked about. Absolutely. But we just, we just talk a lot about, about Catra yeah, and Faith. And, maybe, it, maybe part two. Will be for the blonde, badass chosen ones. Yeah, it will be on the next episode of Hey Girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Ian, where can these fine listeners of Hey Girlfriend, a Buffy and Faith podcast, find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me at Ian X Carlos, or you can find my podcast Slayerfest ninety eight at Slayerfest X ninety eight, um, and you can find the podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and YouTube, and you can find us on Patreon. Oh, yay! Yay! I personally am a member of Slayerfest ninety eight's Patreon, and you get lovely perks. There are, uh, <laughs> there are, you know, you were running through Firefly for a while. Um, you get, you know, you get some really cool interviews. I think one of my favorites was the uh, Sailor Moon one because I love Sailor Moon, <laughs> and that was really fun. Uh, Ian just has really great guests on, they have really great conversations about Buffy and other really awesome, really nerdy, really gay pop culture stuffs. So thanks, man. You're welcome, yeah. Ian. So you know, drop Ian some dimes. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, Ian. We thank love you. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you for having me. I love being on other people's podcasts. Oh my god. Yay. Oh my god. Anytime. So much fun. Any, any. And y'all are delights, so. Same. But thank for you. you. <laughs> so, Jenny. Yes, Meth. What did we learn today? We have learned that blonde, weight of the world, heroic protagonists cannot function without their extra, extra gay girlfriends who are really extra and will either fight or kiss them to death. (laughs) 
That's a great lesson to learn. Yeah, I thought so. I feel like a place that one could learn that lesson even more than Buffy the Vampire Slayer would be She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. I think that you're right about that. I think folks should check out that show. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's a really phenomenal show. And I think if you love if you like Buffy, you'll love She-Ra, the Princesses of Power. Most definitely. Top 10. Top 10. Top 10. Well, folks, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more gay screaming about a blonde Capricorn chosen one with the weight of her world on her shoulders and her sexy and deeply traumatized brunette antagonist slash love interest, check out our other podcast, Hey Adora, a queer she-ra podcast. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at HeyAdoraCast. Or you can email us all of your Buffy Faith fanfiction recommendations at heyadorcast at gmail.com. And remember, queer joy is radical. And queer love saves the universe! Woo! Ow! 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 Grr! Arg! <laughs> <laughs>